This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mal Fabregas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making Veritas possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to all segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. Just click on the subscribe button and you'll receive your login immediately. And to get in touch with us for member support media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower. There's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Tonight, I'm delighted to finally have researcher, author, and bona fide truth seeker, Susan Joy Renison, as our special guest. It has taken many months, with the help of many of you, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you to all of you who helped compel Susan Joy Renison to come over to Veritas. The material of tonight's interview is so important that our special guest has granted an extra segment. In three hours, we will discuss the new phenomena of space weather driving massive evolutionary change. In 2006, Susan Joy Renison wrote a book titled Tuning the Diamonds electromagnetism, and spiritual evolution because she realized that modern Mayan elders were trying to point out that the citizens of planet Earth were entering a new world age 
dominated by ether or space. The basic premise of her research was that the dramatic increase and impact of space weather was the predicted arrival. Today, things have moved on considerably, and geoscientists worldwide are adamant that our planet is experiencing a quote-unquote global energy leap, and the inevitable consequence will be more mega-disasters. World governments have been warned that there is a new need for disaster preparedness, and there is now a new sense of urgency. Even Lloyds of London, the world's leading insurance company, providing specialist insurance services to businesses in over 200 countries and territories, have declared, quote, a major space weather event in the approaching solar maximum could cause widespread disruption for unprepared businesses. Lloyd's 360 Space Weather Report, produced by Lloyd's and RAL Space, aims to increase awareness of space weather as a global risk, unquote. So get ready for a unique perspective based on the integration of science, metaphysics, and ancient knowledge with Susan Joy Renison, right now on Veritas. For over 30 years, Susan Joy Renison has explored the connections and interface between science and spirituality. After graduating from a British university with an honors degree in physics and geophysics, her early career was as a software analyst and software designer for mainframe computers. Her affinity for analysis and problem solving were accompanied by her project management skills. These abilities blended with her thirst for knowledge and the nature of human reality accumulated in her deep discernment and insight. Ms. Renison is a dedicated and thorough researcher. Her open mind allows her to see, compare, and contrast information from a broad spectrum of knowledge and find the intersections that connect them. Tuning the Diamonds, Electromagnetism and Spiritual Evolution is the first book written by Ms. Renison, and it fully demonstrates her talents, for it is a powerful and thought-provoking exploration into the field of consciousness. Ms. Renison now devotes her time to assisting others on their personal path of evolution. For groups spanning the general public, academic forums, classes and seminars, and scientific conferences and symposia, Ms. Renison offers her services as a speaker and specialist in the fields of space weather, physics, geomagnetism, and human consciousness. And to learn more and to support Ms. Renison's work, visit her websites at joyfirepublishing.com and susanrenison.com, which are also linked on our website. And directly from Alton, Switzerland, where she continues her ongoing studies into human and galactic evolution, I am honored to welcome Susan Joy Renison. Hello, Ms. Renison, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Fine. I have. I'm really sorry. I have to make one correction there. I'm actually in the UK now. Oh. Um, I, I left Switzerland last summer, so I'm very sorry about that. That's okay. So directly from the UK. Well, Susan, it's a, it's an. May I call you Susan, by the way? That's fine. Absolutely fine. I know many of our listeners already know who you are, but for those who do not, please tell us more about yourself beyond what I read in your bio. Okay. Um. Well, I'm British. Um, I oh, it's difficult to know what to say, really, because um, I've always been a, a quite a spiritual person. My parents sent me to Sunday school when I was five, and 
Um, I was, I've been in and out of churches. Uh, um, so I've always had an interest in seeking information and, and truth. I've always had a spiritual side to me. Um, I went to university at Liverpool. I did um, physics and geophysics. And in fact, what I did do was I did two years of physics. And then I did the, the final year, which was geophysics. Um, and then after that, I went into the um, the oil industry, but basically the, the data processing side of the oil industry. And then eventually I moved on to more into the computing side. Um, in 1997, I left the UK after working for quite some time. Um, I'd had... Um, well, we had the opportunity as a family to move to Italy. Um, and then so I've lived in Italy, um, Norway. I was in Norway for about eight years. Um, and then I decided to move to Switzerland. So I've traveled a bit. Um, my main thing, I suppose, I've had a, I suppose I've had a lifestyle where it gave me the opportunity to do things that other people didn't do. Um, going to Italy was very interesting. Um, traveled a lot in Italy um, because of my interest in um, spiritual things and had an interest in the church um, I could actually see it for myself I saw things I went to places I went to Rome I've been into the Vatican museums I've seen things um, I'm mixed with uh, very interesting people let's say um, had an opportunity to to meet people that um that, that, that weren't for my background. So I suppose I've had, um, I've, I've had a different perspective on life. I've had a lot of time because um, I, I was the sort of, uh, my ex-husband was the person that was making the money when we were living abroad. Um, so I had an, an opportunity to spend more time reading. I've always been a, quite a quiet person. I've spent a lot of time studying on my own. I've always been a very studious person. I've always been a bookworm. Uh, I love books. I absolutely love books. I love reading. And um, I've always been what I thought was spiritual. But I'm now starting to review um what my definition definition of spirituality was because what I what I did was I had a vision I had a, my own idea of what spirituality was but then I'd project that onto other people and unfortunately <laughs> um, I had to learn that that's not um, a good idea so anyway as part of my the lifestyle um, I had the opportunity to travel I wanted to meet um, certain people investigate certain things I could do that um, I was reading various New Age books. I wanted to go and check it out. I went to Germany. Um, I went to um, a channeling. I actually wanted to check these people out. Um, and I did that because um, I have a little bit of swear. I do have synesthesia. It's not a little bit. It's a lot. <laughs> um, I think I don't like to talk about my more mystical side, but this it's there, so there's no point hiding it. Um, I went to uh, a big meeting where there was about, what, four or five hundred people to a place in Germany. Um, and within about, I'd say, half an hour, I had a, a massive Kundalini awakening. Um, the whole story is actually on my, on my website. Um, but the thing with that was that um, it, was, it was just a sort of a, a massive shock having a, a huge spiritual experience and... Um, when I actually went to speak to some of the organisers about what was happening to me, they didn't know. 
cut a long story short, I got involved with uh, some New Agers. I don't call myself a New Ager, never have done. I've always told people that I'm a seeker of the truth. And um, But I've found that that not everybody has that same attitude that I have. Um, I'm a thinker. I like to think. Um, I like to think deeply. And I'm more of a, a mystical type person because with all the, the knowledge, with all the book reading and all the studying um, and the seeking, you have to go inward. You have to reflect. And I've because of the, the lifestyle I've lived, I've been able to spend a lot of time. I mean, there was one point uh, when I left... Um, before I left Norway, actually, I was living on my own and um, I split up with my husband um, and I was on my own. And I, I, I live like a, a mystic. I live like a hermit for about eight years. I've, I've been very on my own. And I believe that is why I've had the insights that I've had, because I've, I've, I've just got I went very internal I processed and I processed and I processed. Um, okay, so I came across some people um, and they were working with the human energy field. I was very intrigued about what that, what that was. I flew to London. I went to the course. Um, as the woman's working on someone's energy field, I could actually see what she, bits of what she was doing. I was absolutely intrigued. Um, and I think it's, I don't like to talk about this. <laughs> people get the wrong impression you know <laughs> but I see stuff sometimes and um, so I did more courses I trained to be a teacher I was asked to write a chapter uh, in this person's book I did a bit of work I decided I wanted to write my own book and um, that was the start really it was um, the the fight over my book and my research um, it's definitely um, been a major part of my life. Um, the the issues I've had with people um, over my book and my research has definitely left a mark on me. And um, the thing is, when I, I look back at what's happened, I could think to myself, would I do this any different? But my search for truth is so important to me. I can't see how I would have turned away, even if I'd have known what I'd had to go through. Um, I'm not sure that I would have done anything different. For me, um, I feel that somebody had to do the kind of work that I've done. The, the understanding of our reality, what's happening. I was reading books that were talking about massive changes, evolutionary changes. I was talking to people, they were, talk, they were saying things like, it's going to come a time where people are going to be really struggling to balance. And I was thinking, what's going on? Because of my geophysics, because I did a degree in physics and geophysics, I have a great interest in that sort of thing. I was thinking, well, what's going to happen? And what happened was that um, in 2004, I was actually on a blog that was to do with um, shares, stocks and shares, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And someone um, had a link for um, an image from NASA. And I clicked on the link and I saw this, the sun. And there was a, there was like a, an ejection from the sun, but it looked like DNA. And it was like something just clicked in my head. It was just like, 
bang, I, I realized what I'd been reading about. I realized that it wasn't just, you know, that some of these new agey books are a bit funny. And um, I was going through a time when I was reading those kinds of books. And, but it was all, it, 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 nothing registered, nothing registered. And I'm interested in physics and reality. And, but it was like the books I was reading didn't register. But because I'm seeking truth and knowledge, I was reading these books, but not getting it. And all of a sudden, I realized that when they were talking about change, I knew that it was to do with the sun. Um, so anyway, that was the start. Um, that For me, seeing the picture of it, uh, it's in the book as well, first in the, very near the beginning of the book, chapter one of my book, my book Tune in the Diamonds, Electromagnetism and Spiritual Evolution. Um, really, that was the point where I felt that I had to commit myself to teaching people the science what was happening was that i was involved with an organization in uh, 50 countries they people were being taught as as a teacher i basically taught people how to put your hand here and to say these words Uh, you were teaching robots basically clones and robots um and whenever i ask questions about the science um you know we've got a very strange response so I felt, and also as well as as a teacher, and I was trying to promote this technique that I was working with, and I was meeting people who were working with energies, and I just realised that people just didn't really understand any of it. You know, they didn't know where the energies came from, they didn't know what was going on. You know, when you read books, the information was conflicting. Um, that's not what I want to do. So, in so the start of my research was on a very personal level understanding the human energy field understanding why people were talking about the issues with balance and then it sort of spread out um to the whole thing with space weather the whole thing with the the mayan calendar in 2012 and then the thing just got bigger and bigger i started to realize the whole issue of the solar system changes um then things outside of our um, galaxy, the huge blast from the magnetizer, the whole thing sort of snowballed. And I wrote the book, I started my blog. Uh, it's not, someone once said to me, that's not a proper blog, but never mind, it's, it's what I do. <laughs> um, I just felt that I should teach people. Um, with the book, as I say, there was a, people wanted my research and they wanted it for free. They were not prepared to give me any kind of acknowledgement after thousands of hours of research. Um, I just felt that this is what I can do. I I want to teach people how the how the changes taking place on Earth in our solar system in our galaxy is actually affecting people. How it's going to affect our lives in the then, of course, okay, so I've been working on my blog and put, putting the information together and things have just been getting quite surreal. The um, press releases from NASA, from the European Space Agencies, uh, they just get to me, they were just getting surreal. Um, then we've just had this business with the um, Davos 2013 where they're talking about having to prepare people um, to understand that we might not exactly be alone. And of course, as part of the changes, 
I'd also made some connections with some information that I'd been reading. Um, Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.